Hi, and welcome to In Gear, a podcast about marketing, marketing technology, and really anything else that comes up in conversation. In Gear is produced by Message Gears, a customer marketing technology provider serving radically different software used by the world's largest brands. We hope you enjoy the show. Here are your hosts, India Waters and Nick Zeke Lopez. Hello, everybody, and thank you very much for listening to In Gear, Message Gear's only podcast. My name is Nick Zeke Lopez, and joining me as always is India Waters, my co-host. India, I heard you recently had a home invasion today. Is that correct? Yes, there was a bit of a home intruder. I think what it really was was a well-meaning neighbor putting my packages inside my front door. Okay. I I heard my dog really losing his mind, but like I just I didn't want to look over. We were literally recording the last podcast. And so I was like, just keep, keep eye focus, keep looking at the screen. And they must have been like, Yep, I'm gonna leave yeah. now. They just let themselves in and they let themselves out. And it was either a, a well-meaning neighbor or your intruder was that impressed with your ability to not care that your house was being broken into that like you were you you would just it was like yeah this is the wrong time here she so so uh, joining us today uh, on the podcast uh, we have our friends from Movable Link uh, Lalit uh, Chopra and Bill Reinwald um, thank you very much for joining us gentlemen Lalit uh, can you give us a quick intro uh, sure. Hi, Nick. Um, my name is Lilith Chopra, uh, and I am the SVP of product at Movable Link. I've got the pleasure of supporting a, 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 a broad team uh, focused on product management, product design, product marketing, business development, and new ventures. Um, and Bill is, uh, is a stellar part of that organization um, on our business development team. Bill, go ahead. Yeah. Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, so Bill Reinwald here, Director of Business Development focus on the integration side of the business development team. So I've been working with the message gears team, had the pleasure of working with Nick and some of his counterparts um, to stand up the integration with message gears engage. Um, so I've been with movable link for about four years, uh, started as a solutions consultant and most recently joined the, uh, the partnerships team. So uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell, India. It, it kind of sounds like Atlanta has the uh, friendliest UPS guys ever. <laughs> you know what? I, I think we do. Um, honestly, they spend a lot of time in my neighborhood too. And I'm constantly like walking around with my dog and they're really wonderful conversationalists. I'm surprised he didn't come in. Maybe it was the UPS guy. We'll get him on the next podcast. <laughs> just a bunch of guys in tight fitting, just a bunch of guys in tight fitting cargo shorts. And she's like, they must all work for UPS. Um, but, <laughs> but, yep. but, but yes, myself and Bill, we go way back. Um, sometimes it feels like we've known each other a lifetime. Um, but, uh, but yes, uh, going back to, I think, you know, uh, 20, uh, 2020, 2019 with, uh, the message gears engage and, and move link integration. So it's, it's great to, to finally have you on the pod, uh, uh, real quick for, for both of you guys, before we get into, uh, uh, I would say more present day topics, can you give us a little bit of a background? how did you find yourself in Movable Inc? Uh, uh, what's, what's your, what's your history and, and, and what brings you here today? Uh, uh, Bill, you go first this time. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first because Lalit's background is way longer than mine. He's, he's been <laughs> at the company since pretty much the beginning. So, um, yeah, I don't In fact, I don't know if he even had another job before this, but I basically grew up here. It's, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, so, you know, I went to I went to school for uh, marketing and IT, uh, graduate of SUNY Albany in New York. Um, got a job uh, in email marketing with Cheatamail, uh, now Experian uh, or then Experian Marketing Services. 
um, now Cheetah or Cheetah Digital. Um, so uh, just kind of found my way into the email space, uh, found myself enjoying it, kind of worked my way up the ranks there in terms of account management. Um, then moved over to the client side uh, at Citibank. So uh, managed uh, email marketing for cards, uh, for cards marketing and triggers over at Citibank. Um, interestingly, uh, Lily also has a background at City. Um, and then uh, found my way over to Move of Link through a, a friend that I made at Cheetah. So yeah, it's been kind of just a, a natural flow uh, of and career path to Move of Link and happy that I actually made it here. And you are, you are, you are New York born and raised or New York recently. Have you been, you've been there the entire yeah. time. New York born and raised Long Island boy. Wow. Well, Lalit, uh, uh, a Long Island boy is hard to follow, but, but uh, again, yeah. very true. And Bill and I are basically the same person anyway. So it's, it's all good. <laughs> his interest suffices for me. Um, now, so uh, we do share like some, some commonalities along our career path. So uh, I went to undergrad at Ohio state, um, worked at city for a long time, about eight years, I guess, at that city um, and a bunch of different roles. The uh, last one was in their loyalty program, um, doing business development on that side, uh, leading our, uh, some of our, our um, uh, kind of partner relationships uh, from the loyalty program perspective. Uh, I went back to grad school. Um, I went to grad school in Spain and um, was coming out of grad school, knew I was going to head back to New York um, and knew that I wanted to have a, a different experience than what I had at City. So I targeted uh, what was my criteria? I targeted companies that had 10 employers or fewer that had just raised a series A round of funding. Um, and so, uh, movable came up in that list and I kind of targeted the, the company. So, um, got a demo from our then only sales guy. Um, and partway through the demo, I was like, I think you're pitching me that, that I work at city still. I don't work at city. I have zero money. Um, uh, but I like your company. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I think he might've hung up on me. I'm not, not sure. But then, um, found out the, uh, uh, the email addresses of the entire company and, and just kind of went to work and, and, uh, and, and spammed everybody. So um, that was kind of the, the way that, uh, that I got, I guess I'm, I'm on an email podcast. I probably shouldn't say spam. That's a, that's a bad word, but, um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I, uh, I did my outreach to the team yes. and then um, uh, you know, uh, that, that's kind of how I ended up here. So I've been at Movable for nine years, um, uh, yeah, got a bunch of different roles here as well. Um, started on our account team, uh, then worked on the partner side, um, both in terms of like partner marketing and partner sales, uh, and then um, uh, helped to set up the business development team that Bill was talking about, which is really focused in on um, our partner um, ecosystem, our partner integrations, um, integrations with, uh, with, with um, uh, great brands like Message Gear. So, um, and then now, yeah, kind of have shifted into kind of the responsibilities that I was talking about, kind of the overall product organization. So that's been a little bit of my path. And oddly enough, most of my job interviews start with, I have no money as well. So, <laughs> so I, 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 do, I do feel that. <laughs> love it. Um, yeah, and I love it. I mean, you, you didn't spam them, Lily. You had one-to-one messaging. That's true. And, it, was, it was targeted outreach. Um, yeah. Micro-targeted. I, 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 I tailored and personalized my message. Um, yeah, it was, uh, that, that was uh, the, uh, the early days. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love your... Uh, uh, direction on that, the series a and the number of, uh, employees, I think that's like kind of a genius and, um, people should do that. Um, (laughs) anyways, I'll kick off. Uh, we had a, we were chatting earlier this week and some of the stuff that we wanted to go over during this conversation, I was super interested in learning just sort of like y'all's theory and what you think about like the future of, and, and how Movable Inc plays into this is sort of just like, talk to me a little bit about like, 
content that's generated in real time. And I really love the, the way that y'all speak about how content is what really engages the user or whoever's receiving those messages. And I will try to say y'all as many times in this podcast <laughs> as possible to remind everyone that we are based in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's what that is. No, please do. I, I love it. Um, I, I will try to speak into y'all, but I, it will not come off nearly as uh, nearly as eloquent. Um, yeah, I, I think you know when we talk about um, uh, kind of our our strategy at Movable in generally, we are focused in on creative, right? To your point, and I think a lot of people. Um, you know, kind of know us as a, you know, kind of the, the real-time uh, creative company, um, which real-time um, is uh, super meaningful. But that, I think a lot of times, um, uh, some of the benefits get lost in some of the um, uh, uh, maybe less sophisticated uh, real-time use cases. And so for us, the, um, the, the benefit of real-time is that you're able to generate content when somebody is engaging, in the case of email, when somebody is engaging with that message, when they're opening up an email. And what that allows us to do is is it allows us to unlock um, kind of different data sources um, with uh, some, some uh, pretty robust integrations that we have, and we get that, can get into that, that, that definitely further. Uh, but it helps to um, unlock that data again in real time, uh, based upon uh, our ability to tap into those data sources in real time uh, and, and develop creative around it. So for us, it's really all around how do you take the power of all of the data that you have? Um, how do you take the power of all of the different content sources that you have as well, um, and use that to generate an experience, which happens to be a content-based or creative-based experience in real time. Um, and so that, that for us is, is our focus and how we think about the world um, and how we think about you know, how do we improve that experience uh, you know, kind of constantly and get more personalized that way. And you're focusing on the creative because people can no longer read, right? <laughs> that that's true it's, uh, it's very it's, it's very hard um yeah and i think i, I think that that's um you know it, you can you can capture in all sorts of stuff when we talk about creative it's not just the pretty pictures um but it's you know all things around <laughs> around the um uh the offers that you might talk to somebody about um real-time loyalty information right all of the things that <clears throat> really provide a lot of value to your client base yeah. um in a really uh you know kind of robust and, and, and engaging way I'm actually going to disprove my my comment there. I actually just remembered this. I had somebody stop by a booth at a what a trade show, whatever you call them, the conferences, because we had up on our board it said um, real time personalization. Like she read that and she was just like, I literally don't know what y'all do. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't even know where I am right now because um, you're in those huge expo halls. Oh my gosh! And she was just like, but tell me about real time personalization. And so like. I guess people can read and also like it's truly what people are trying to do and they're super interested in, in how to do it and how to do it in a, in a innovative, uh, captivating way. And I think y'all do that really well. But, and, and something I'm interested, can you give me like a, like what's an example? Like I, I, I think what we're saying is like, okay, so in real time people, what's an example of somebody using real time or data driven creative? Like what, what is that? Yeah. Well, you want me to take this one? Go for it, Bill. Sure, I'll give you a give you a break. Um, yeah, I mean, so there are countless examples, but one that comes to mind right now, um, think travel, think the travel industry, right? Um, we're coming off of a really tough year. Uh, there hasn't been much travel. Travel industry pretty much, you know, stopped this year. Everyone is now booking what they call revenge travel, which to me sounds scary, right? Like that sounds like something like your ex-girlfriend or your ex-boyfriend might do. I don't know. But 
Um, Show up on their doorstep across the country just to make them feel guilty and then go right back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I booked that flight. Ha. Um, anyway, we, uh, so, you know, the travel industry is pretty volatile, right? There are, um, you know, changes in pricing, changes in inventory that uh, in your marketing creative are going to be extremely difficult to accommodate for. So these things are changing by the minute, um, you know, as people are booking their revenge travel furiously. So it's really important to the end user um, that we have the most up-to-date pricing, the most up-to-date inventory. Um, but then when we're talking about, you know, that's that's that real-time nature of the movable and content, but it isn't just that. I'd say taking it a step further to just the flexibility and uh, the the means by which uh, a client or a brand can, you know, compile creative on the fly. So taking the travel industry, um, right? Like hotels, they're going to have- By the way, on the fly, nice pun. Intended. (laughs) Um, Hotels are going to have, you know, thousands of properties. Airlines are going to have thousands of routes, um, you know, cruise ships, all these destinations and, and things like that. How do they manage all of the different imagery, the different branding, the different loyalty programs and things like that while combining it with all of those real-time elements that we just talked about? I think when you combine the two, that's where the magic happens with Moveblink. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll uh, just add on to that for a quick second too. I think that you know, kind of Bill's uh, examples are great. We were talking to um, the head of marketing at a, uh, at a large um, financial institution the other day, and they were talking, you know, kind of, uh, I think the travel industry is using the term, you know, kind of revenge travel, I think, um, you know, kind of in, in, uh, in their terms, they were talking more about micro moments, right? They're seeing, they're sensing all of these things, right? Like as people are uh, having different behavioral patterns, um, and you kind of see that within the data, uh, then, um, you know, kind of they're looking at those, uh, those data points and they're like, okay, that'd be great for us to be able to action um, on, on the data that we have. Um, I know from the message your standpoint, you're kind of your, your goal is to basically make sure, and, and I don't mean to put this in, in your terms, but making sure that people um, at, you know, are able to access um, all of that data and, and um, basically leverage it. Uh, and so what the, what the, the um, head of marketing there was talking about is, you know, we have this data. Um, I, in theory, can access it. I can, I, in theory, can leverage it, uh, uh, which is great. Uh, that's a, a, you know, kind of the, the, um, the, the great foundation. Um, but how do I actually you know, activate it, right? How do I actually take those data points and, and use it? Because I, I you know, might have... Uh, uh, thousands of these different micro moments that I could respond to. And I just can't, I, I can't action upon all of that. And I think that's where, um, you know, kind of, we talk a, a lot about is how do you then take that data? How do you tie that into content? That's um, our approach to help you activate that data. Um, our tagline right now that, that we're, we're starting to leverage a bit more is your customers uh, don't experience data, they experience content. The data side of the equation is super important, um, but, but um, uh, you know, kind of for us, bring it to life with content is, is where we play. Oh man, I was really hoping you were saying that the the head of that financial marketing team was like they're revenge investing. That's crazy. <laughs> like just they are mad. So, and, so, and, and by the way, <laughs> uh, yeah. Follow my Substack for my fifty thousand word essay on would Dogecoin have happened without COVID. <laughs> love it love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, at that Wait, point, re- before we before we move past that really quick, just as kind of the uh, the lay person in the room, uh, I'm, I'm sort of interested and, you know, I think Nick asked like, what's, what's a, what's a, what's an example of the, um, 
you know, real-time content personalization. What's an example of like one of the, a micro moment that a, a financial company would want to try to like act on just like the coolest one you can think of. Yeah. Like revenge um, investing that they would want to, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think it's like right now can do a lot with, um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll still kind of riff on the, the maybe travel and hospitality side. Um, yeah. You know, th- they know, um, you know, kind of your, your, patterns, right? We, we, we at Movable Link have no idea on your, um, your spend patterns, anything like that, um, but the financial institution does. And so if they understand that you are starting to um, no longer, uh, you know, kind of buy equipment to have Zoom meetings, um, and you're starting to go and spend more money on, you know, uh, on, on restaurants, right? Um, on uh, less, less money at your local liquor store and, and more money at like nicer restaurants, maybe something like that. <laughs> um, and so those are moments that you they can do start both to, of those you can, time. you can at the same time. I love it. Um, uh, and so, but, but that's, that maybe is a signal then that, you know, somebody's opening up, um, they're opening up, they're, they're changing their dynamic from, uh, you know, being at home all the time, me not, not uh, having more than 10 steps a day um, to having, you know, kind of m- more than that. Um, so if, if they know that you're, you're, um, uh, you're opening up more and, and your, your world is changing, then they can react to that. Um, and so that for us, um, you know, we don't need the, the kind of the data around your spend activity, but we're helping the marketer um, uh, understand, um, respond to the signal uh, that they've already started to, um, to kind of understand and, and, and realize and recognize on their clients. And that's, what is the, that's really cool. I was going to, I was going to say, you know, not to, not to believe the point, but what's the alternative, right? Like what, what you guys are saying, it maybe makes a lot of sense, right? Like in real time, what are, what are, I guess, micro moments gone wrong? Uh, uh, what, what I'm trying to think of like, what happens if you don't have that in real time? What does it, what does that look like? I guess, what are people doing without movable ink? I think would be the, the, the way to put it. Bill, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, plain and simple, a bad user experience, right? Um, you're you're acting on something that isn't fresh, right? That it's imagine you, you know, just deposited your paycheck, and now, like, you know, in a branch. If we're if we're sticking with uh, financial services, um, and then you know you you get a you know a notification in in your email or something that you know. Um, just corresponds that isn't isn't relevant to that or something. I know that was a terrible example. We're editing this, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And we have to let the listeners know what is going on. Lily was like, I'm stepping away. My dog is barking. And so he might too have a home intruder today. So you never it, know. It really was distracting yeah. for you, Bill. And we, I mean, we'd be yeah. so lucky to have that happen. Uh, uh, no, Lily, we're actually very glad you <laughs> Yeah. There, there, there was, there's a window right behind me. And the other day uh, I was on a call and there was a squirrel that was just kind of chewing at the edge of the window. And, and so I was like, am I going to, is there, is, is everybody on this call just going to see me um, run away from the window <laughs> and see this squirrel chasing me across my room? That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, you would go, that would be. That'd everywhere. be amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle-esque uh, uh, for, I guess for a subset of our listeners, I, I, I wasn't even really familiar with Rocky and Bullwinkle. But um, so if that okay, if that's what we're seeing today, uh, the question I have is, all right, so you've got instant access to data. You're, you're showing people, right, right. You're making micro moments. Um, but like what, what's, I don't say what's better, but what's in the future, right? What's better than a micro moment, a nano moment? What a, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a peak a moment. What, a, what do you How see? How deep are so, we going? Stop. You can stop. Right. Well, I, I'm sorry. I was an engineer. Um, uh, 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 femto moment. That's it. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Um, 
but but what you know beyond having real time let's say let's call it real time creative data driven creative what else is is i guess what do you think is the next step where are we going where where are we seeing that go yeah um so i think yeah kind of um uh for us um yeah kind of where we're focused is um, again, making sure that we're enabling clients to access that data wherever that data might live. Um, that's kind of why we uh, have, have such, such a strong partnership with Message Gears um, that allows them to, you know, kind of um, enable whatever you want to call it, um, whatever that moment that that um, <laughs> however you're segmenting down that, that moment um, that allows you to react to whatever that data is telling you. Um, so there's a lot of work that we've got uh, going on on like, how do we get, you know, help uh, clients access data more. Um, we're also working a lot in terms of um, kind of different channels. And so, uh, you know, we're, we uh, have a lot of focus and have a lot of happy clients with an email. Um, how do you um, uh, expand that and, and make sure you're able to carry those, um, that, that, those moments so that same type of experience? Uh, across any channel that you're am I, hear, am I hearing by the way and and so can i put you down for real-time billboard that uh, billboard's like going to be different per person <laughs> that's what i'm hearing we actually uh the, the interesting part is we have actually had some clients ask us about uh you know real-time you know the the digital uh billboards right real-time digital billboards like you know even um advertising on top of uh cabs you know kind of the the yeah. uh the, the, the brand uh, the uh, partners that power those types of messages. So those, those have been things that have come up um, for, uh, in, in reality. Um, and so, yeah, for us, it, it is powering that creative wherever it might be um, as, as part of the goal. Uh, and then I think the last piece for us is also being helping marketers be uh, more intelligent about the uh, creative that they're generating. Uh, what sort of, um, what, what creative uh, is impacting your client base uh, the most, uh, driving the right behaviors that you're looking to drive. Uh, and then, um, you know, how do we make sure that we're, we're enabling that? So through the use of technologies like AI, um, through the use of um, opening up different channels, even like AR, um, we've got, uh, got some experiments going on there as well. Um, so those are, that's kind of where we see um, kind of our uh, world headed, uh, at least in the, the, the near future. Ahead, Again, Andy. the layperson in the room. Wait, AR? Augmented reality. Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, and so, yeah, so that is... <laughs> that it's, is it's uh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I totally yeah. knew that. I knew that. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that... that uh, we've seen that you know there's more uh, more and more of the underlying technologies, right? Like everybody's waiting for um, uh, Apple to release more from like a, a their their version of glasses. Um, and so for us, uh, part of it is uh, how do we help marketers um, with different parts of the process today, um, utilizing um, some tech, some technologies like um, augmented reality. Uh, we're seeing that um, you know there's there's a lot of uh, activities even around things like abandoned browse. Um, when you're browsing something uh, and you abandon that activity. Um, if you're looking for, let's say, a couch or something like that, is there something that we can uh, do to support that? Um, uh, to support that moment, uh, I guess as well, right? So if you're you're in that discovery process, can we allow you to see what that looks like within your space? Um, and then as people are starting to engage more um, with uh, uh, within that channel, um, our goal is to be able to be there and, and be ready to respond to that as kind of a new medium that people will engage with. It, it's really uh, I just kind of Nick. Go. I, I've got to say it before I lose it. Um, when you just brought up the uh, Apple coming out with glasses, does anybody remember the Snapchat glasses? <laughs> no, I don't. Tell me more. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. They, they, ha they were happening for like a month, probably <laughs> three years ago, but they looked ridiculous. And like uh, the highest users of Snapchat, like they got sent them and they were ridiculous. But... Um, now that you say it, I'm like, I mean, they were, they were just ahead of their time. Uh, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, remember when Snapchat was happening when we were all yeah, using that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I think the augmented reality piece is so interesting just because, you know, I think, I, I think that we've been talking like as an industry for the last, I would say 10 years, almost every industry has been talking about, you know, machine learning AI is going, is going to, is going to propel us. Um, and then Lolita, I think I find it interesting that you skipped over the blockchain. After people were trying to incorporate the blockchain into, I think uh, I think we we were uh, uh, we were wondering where we should just rename our company Message Gears Blockchain to see if our IPO would raise. But no, 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 no. Um, uh, but I think the augmented reality piece is. I mean, I can see exactly where a mobile link type experience could fit in, right? Like in this piece, in this, you know, you're you're wearing the glasses or you're doing Oculus or something like that. How does it fit in? How do how do you make a moment out of that? Uh, especially was at its very core a digitally empowered experience. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, look look at the technology that's coming out. You know, the the new Apple, uh, the, the latest Apple event, right? The the new iPhones now lidar, right? Uh, Air tags are now a thing where the digital or the the physical world now becomes digital in nature, right? Where we can kind of associate an actual physical location with a digital tag. Um, the implications for AR are are pretty large there, so. Uh, we're keeping an eye on it. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think for us, it kind of goes all, uh, you know, goes back to, um, yeah, you know, kind of uh, the 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 approach for us around just channels in general, right? Like, what are what are the existing channels um, for marketers to engage within? Uh, how do we make sure that we've got a lot of focus there, um, and and um, you know, uh, help marketers automate content, um, automate content with an email, automate content in, in uh, mobile. Um, uh, mobile messaging is, is kind of what we launched recently. Uh, we're doing a lot of other channel exploration. Um, and, and yeah, we want to make sure that, again, we're ready for you know, whatever that next new medium is. And, and so that's where we're, we're making investments in AR as well. Awesome. This, this has been so great. And I think uh, the conversation has been so interesting and very informative. And now we want to take it in a different direction. Um, this is the lightning round portion. And this is going to be like, if you're Uh-oh. trying to learn something from this podcast, you can just sign off now <laughs> um, <laughs> because this is not informative at all. I'm, so I'm going to tell you, we're, we're going we're gonna to learn stuff from Bill no matter what. So um, yeah. from my, my answers will do. probably not be great, but Bill, uh, we, we've got a lot of faith in you. Okay, so we're oh, gonna switch off <laughs> each question. One of you is gonna go first, and then the next one will follow, and then we'll we'll kind of, and then the <clears> next <throat> person will go first. It's okay. I'll explain it the whole way. We're gonna, we have five questions. They have absolutely nothing to do with anything, but you might need your phone out. So if you don't have your phone out, it's fine. You can use your. We'll 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 improvise. Um, so Nick is either frozen, by the way, or he's he's not feeling well. This is perfect. You know what? Because he doesn't do any of the lightning rounds. So <laughs> I run this. He was like, and signing off. Yeah, he was um, not interested in what I had to say. Yeah. He is he is actually crying right now because he's gonna miss your answers. He's 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 gonna ask for the recording immediately. All right, okay. <laughs> um also what we do is we time these um, because we we keep a, a we keep a leaderboard essentially, and we give you we, since there's two oh, of this you. This is a competition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're yeah, going between down all of our guests. Um, I'm scared right between, now. <laughs> seriously, there's, there's these literally have nothing to do with anything. I'm, I'm like I sweating. Just, okay. Um, the first question, and we're gonna go, Bill. You're gonna answer first, and then as soon as Bill answers, Lily, you go. Um, quick, and we're gonna start. I'm gonna start the clock. As you can see, here we go. One, two, three. Bill, do you believe in ghosts? Maybe. Lily, I have to answer the same question. 
<laughs> I'm not doing well at this lightning round. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Lily, you're going to answer this question first. Um, what are your top three most used emojis? You'll have to pull your phone out for this. <laughs> I, I think I only have one used emoji and it's a smiley face. I'm not, I'm not a big emoji person. <laughs> Love it. Bill? Uh, I got thumbs up, winky, and the uh, Italian forget about it. Love it. Love it. Bill, now this one goes to you first. Um, <laughs> and you can choose a chair. Top of your, like, two of the weirdest open tabs on your computer, or if you pull, like, Safari or whatever up on your phone, what you got going on in here? <laughs> oh, man. I, I usually, so I'm I'm very neat, and I close oh. tabs and close apps. Um, All right. We can pass yeah. it to Lilith. What you got? What have you got going on in those? <laughs> I have uh, campsites. We're going camping this weekend. I have, uh, why does my Dyson vacuum cleaner keep stopping? We have uh, one of those stick vacuums and the battery keeps going. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I have Mattress World because um, we are uh, looking for, uh, yeah, anyway, but I won't go. Great. Into that. <laughs> we'll, have the, we'll have the listeners write in with mattress recommendations. Okay, now Lilith, you answer this one. And since you do have your phone out and we were just talking about how many steps do you have today? Oh my goodness. Uh, I, how do I even tell that? Um, that All my, right, my... you're going to go search for health. <laughs> health. Yeah. My phone has been very uh, stationary. I see uh, electrocardiogram is inconclusive. Um... <laughs> um, you know what? Inconclusive is a great answer. Bill? Oh, very low. 1,305. Ooh. That's totally fine. That's totally I, fine. I, I have, I have 4,000. My average for April is 4,895. Oh, I, you know what? I mean, I've been on a walking challenge, so that that's great. Okay. Um, and then the last question is. So, so that, that means that India is like, those are really low. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I've been on, I, I, my number is significantly higher. I've been on a walking yeah. challenge. Well, make you feel totally better about judging yourself. Us. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, my phone judges me. Today it's saying you've done fewer workouts this week than last week. And I'm like, well, phone, thank you. You don't know my life. My, my, my bar was my life. My bar was 10 steps. So there you go. Great. great. I'm surpassing okay. that. I got it. And then the last question, um, I can't remember who started the last one, but uh, Bill, on you me. answer first. Um, what's been your favorite trash TV show that you have watched during quarantine? Oh, there's a new uh, dog training show on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it, but it takes place in Oakland, California. It's, it's very, uh, very entertaining. I got to get on board. All right, Lilith. So uh, my, my wife has been watching Jane the Virgin and I've like been like, uh, yeah, I, I've been um, watching over yes. her shoulder. I, I can't admit that like I am eager about watching it. So I'm like, whatever yeah. she watches, I'm like, do, do you want to watch Jane the Virgin tonight? Is Jane I love the Virgin that. even trash TV? I thought people love that show. I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I, it is. It is a TV show that we're watching. Um, and I think the fact that it's a, a, a planned telenovela is amazing. So uh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so if we were splitting this in half, which we typically do because it's like based on one, you you essentially are one minute and thirty seconds. So I think I think I probably took up at least like um, <laughs> two minutes and forty five seconds of that. I did a good I did a good bit of talking yeah. as well. So also I, also I think... for the for the podcast listeners, India uh, Waters looked at three minutes twelve seconds and essentially couldn't figure out I... what that was divided by two. Okay. <laughs> It's been a big day. She had a home intruder, right? We've, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think intruder. we have a lot of learnings.
Uh, but yeah. Bill and Lily, you conquered the lightning round. You answered our questions. You helped us understand micro moments in the blockchain. Thank you so much for <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you coming on, and 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 we had a great time. We did too. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, yeah, India. appreciate it. Thanks, Ash. Awesome. And, yeah. and for everybody great listening, time. this has been in gear by Message Gears. Vroom vroom. This has been in gear a podcast from Message Gears. Please make sure to subscribe so you can get the latest episodes delivered right to wherever you listen to podcasts. And let us know how we're doing. We would love your feedback. Visit us at messagegears.com to learn more and to get in touch. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.